It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. every one of you this is Tony Henderson Mayers I'm a television radio relationship expert author and entrepreneur I own word therapy publishing and alphabet theater workshop but many of you know me as wise courtship because of my book with a three-step system it will help you determine the true character and the true intent of your love interest and this is moments of inspiration encouragement and prayer where we come together to look over the scriptures to um, encourage you and to pray for your concerns. And so, uh, first, I want to thank everyone for watching me on the various platforms um, Facebook, Periscope, Twitch, Twitter, um, YouTube, my website, so many places, of course, YouTube, and all the various podcasts on iTunes, uh, Radio Public, Apple um, Tunes. There's so many platforms you can listen to podcasts. Just look for Wise Courtship. Uh, family devotional, wise courtship devotional, or the wise courtship philosophy, um, philosophy podcast. That's it. <laughs> so now let me go ahead and say hello to those who already come into the room. Good to see you, Tiffany. She's watching me via, via <coughs> excuse me, watching me via Facebook. Good to see you on today. And guys, make sure you touch right. Well, it's on the side. Yeah, right down there. Yeah, touch right down there so you can share this broadcast um and i'll finish sharing after the broadcast but make sure you do that for me ma'ams and sirs i appreciate it i really do so we're going to go ahead and get right into what we're going to talk about on today 
And we're going to turn to, um, let me see if I can pull that up on the screen for you. We're going to um, look at James 1, 26 and 27. James 1, 26 and 27. And I'm going to read um, from the New International Version. And then I'm going to read the Message Bible. And then I'll probably just be teaching from the New International Version from that point on. It's all the same, but I just like how it reads in different different forms, okay? So James 1, 26 through 27, and it reads this way. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. And so I also want to read for you um, the Message Bible, uh, the version of this scripture, um, the Message Bible, same chapter. Um, I want to read that to you. I believe it's going to open up a little bit more or just let you see it from a different um, perspective, same words, but sometimes different words help you to, to be able to really hear what's being said. And it reads this way, First James, James 1, first James, James 1, 26 to 27. And this is the message Bible. It says, anyone who sets himself up as, a relig- as religious by talking a good game is self-deceived. This kind of religion is hot air and only hot air. Real religion, somebody put real religion in the chat box, real religion, the kind that passes muster before God the Father is this, reach out to the homeless and loveless in their plight and guard against corruption from the godless world. So I read to you the Message Bible, I read to you the New International Version, and um, I believe that uh, you we're blessed by both of the readings. And today we're going to talk about which, uh, I got which eye. Let me change that. <laughs> I didn't mean to put that y'all. Let me just, let me just edit that. Sorry about that. I must've been in a big hurry. So it's which of the, re- which, oh, which is, no, it was right. It was just the I didn't have the S. Which is the best religion? Okay. Which is the best religion? we're going to be talking about on today so um we read first james 1 26 through 27 and we're going to talk about that a little bit on today which is the best religion well you know um religion is a really really big part of the american um livelihood um it permeates or supposedly permeates the different things that we do within our lives and um, in many other countries, religion is very, very important. Um, I believe it's been important of the human existence uh, since the very beginning. Whether or not you believe in creation, um, religion has just really been the part of a man's um, existence from just the very, 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 very beginning, very, very start. And um, some people argue over which religion is best you know, and which religion is true and what religion is right. Sometimes within their own religion, if all of them believe the same thing and they're in the same religion, uh, sect or faith or denomination, 
sometimes there's even argument over um who is you know adhering to the religion the best or who has the best version of what religion should be but that's none of what i'm going to talk about today i'm not going to talk about none of that okay <laughs> i'm not even going to get into any of that but what i am going to I do you know i put which is the best religion to basically draw you in but what i want to talk about is what is religion anyway what is that is religion, you know, going to church and, you know, singing and raising hands and praying? Uh, is religion, um, as some people have learned during this pandemic, that many have had to learn that, that it's not just about going to the building. Although the Bible tells us not to forsake our, uh, the, forsake the assembling of ourselves together. In other words, don't forsake going to church. Don't stop going to church. There's a benefit in worshiping and praising together as a corporate body. But um, people say all the time that I'm religious, um, you know, and usually what they mean is organized religion, whereas they believe to a, they go to a certain church, synagogue, um, they may uh, go to a mosque, and there are certain uh, types of rituals that they go through. So they said that they are religious. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tiffany and I are thinking alike. Rituals. They are usually referring to the rituals. But when you read God's word, we find here that is not about the rituals. He says something here, James says something here that is just, um, I believe important. I think that sometimes we miss this. And he says in verse 26, he says, those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. So it does matter what you say to people. It does matter how you talk. It does matter whether you gossip. It does matter whether you slander. Oh gosh, y'all not going to help me on today. Go ahead and share this broadcast because evidently I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the person you need to share this with. It does matter what comes out of your mouth. Y'all not going to hear me on today. You may be preaching good. You may have had a wonderful sermon that you preached on today. You may have shouted well. You may have, you know, put, you may wear a dress all the way down to the ground and you are just so pure and so holy. But if you can't control that tongue, oh my gosh. Now, earlier in the scriptures, James really, really puts it on about counting it all joy when we come into trials and tribulations. But then when he gets into chapter three, he really goes in on that tongue. And he says, if you consider yourself religious, but you don't keep a tight rein on your tongue, you deceive yourself. You know, the fruits of the spirit are what? Love, joy, peace. And there's many of them. And then one of them is self-control. And so listen, one, one of the signs of self-control is that we learn how to put a rein on that tongue. It's difficult. It's not easy. But it is a great sign when you start to control that tongue. You don't say everything that just comes out your mouth. But I really want to get to this verse. This is the verse that I'm really going to focus on today. And it says in verse 27 of James 1, it says, Religion that our God, our God, our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. Uh, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. And in the other translation, it mentioned homeless as well. Those who are orphans, those who are homeless, those who are widows, once again, that same population that Jesus ministered to, 
poor and destitute people, people who are um, um, downcast and people who are frowned upon and people who are thrown away as if they're garbage, people who um, don't have anything um, that they can um, lord over anybody else. They're not trying to get anything from anybody. They are forgotten people who truly need to be helped and need the love of God. Y'all not going to help me on today. Good to see you, Tracy. So pure religion to, to God is, let's go back to verse 27. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress. And you know, some people, I've heard even some people say, oh, you know, nowadays these widows are rich and all of this kind of stuff. We, we weigh everything by money, dear ones. Oh, if they got a lot of money, then that means they don't need help. That's not true, okay? People hurt because they, they lose their loved ones, people that they, they depended on. But in that day, in that day, widows, if they didn't have a husband, the women didn't have a livelihood. And if they didn't have a husband, they might as well pack it up and go ahead and die. Because they, uh, if someone did not marry them or take them in or feed them or make sure they had a place to stay, they were just out of luck. And so the widow nowadays may not necessarily just be a woman or widow, a woman or man who lost their husband, a woman who lost their husband, but it is people who need to see our, to receive our love. I'm sorry. Somebody came in on Twitch. You are first person. Come on Twitch. Good to see you. Good to see you. Church and government are one and the same. Yes, they are in this. I've heard people say that, you know, uh, the government is, it's not the church's job to do this, but it's the government's. No, it is the church's job. It is the church's job. If the government helps, that's wonderful. That's great. If somebody else joins in, that's great. But it is the church's job. The church is not just a building, guys. The church are individual people. The church is a living organism. In other words, the church is you. So it is your hands, your feet, your resources that need to go out there. Stop saying, I church need to do this. No, you're the church. You're part of the church. And if you start doing something, somebody may join in with you. We are all the church if we believe in Jesus Christ. And so it is our job to make sure this is what religion is. This is what it is right here. It's not about you just raising your hands in church. And if you do it, that's great. That's wonderful. Please do raise your hands. If you shout, that's wonderful. If you preach, preach. If you teach, teach. If you prophesy, prophesy. That's all great. But if you are not putting your hands to the plow, if you are not seeing about people who need help, if you want to shut them out and lock them out, if you want to kick them to the curb and say, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, if you want to turn an eye and step over somebody who's living on the street, if you would like to do that, then your religion is not pure. Y'all don't have to get mad at me. Get mad at the Bible, okay? <laughs> get mad at the Bible. That's right. That part of we all believe in Jesus Christ. Exactly. If you believe in Jesus Christ, it's not just, remember when we accepted Jesus Christ in our heart, it says that we would confess with our mouth, but it also said we had to believe in our heart. Okay. Those two things go together. Those two things go together. And so if we're really the church, 
if we really have Christ in us, we're going to show evidence. Hey, Lakeisha, good to see you, and thank you so much for sharing. We're going to show evidence. The Bible says, how will you know them? How will you know people who are disciples of Jesus Christ? You will know them because they have love one with the other. You can say all you want. You can get up there and preach till you sweat out of your suit. You can shout and you can lay oil until we all slip up. I slip down the aisle and out the church. You can say all you want, but if you are not showing love one for the other, you are not showing evidence that you have God in your life. Oh my gosh. I guess somebody's going to get mad on today, but that's okay. Because if you get mad, you'll get glad. <laughs> you allow it to come into your heart and so let me let me just say this too because y'all know i'll cast a demon out in a minute devil get out of here you don't belong here in the name of jesus okay <laughs> you got to go so anyway let's get back to this yeah i've got different people on different platforms honey and you know sometimes you get trolls but anybody who, who no, i don't have my periscope crew here oh tiffany's one of my periscopes she's on facebook right now she you know i'll cast a demon out in a minute Yes, I will. And so listen, the subject today is what is, which is the best religion? Instead of us trying to um, fight over what is the best religion, we need to make sure that we are aligned to what God considers pure religion. Let's go back to it. Religion that God our Father accepts. I'm reading from James 1, 27. Religion that God our Father accepts is pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Let's get to that one. First of all, before I do, I want to give a shout out to my girl Seema. Good to see you. Good to see you on today. Thank you so much for joining in. Thank you, Tiffany, for sharing on Periscope. I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. And so listen, let's look at the uh, last part of that scripture there. It says, um, after we look at the widows and, and in their distress and orphans and whatnot, to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Oh my gosh, if that's a lesson that we all need to learn. There is so much going on in the world today, and even Christians, somebody put even Christians in the chat box. Even Christians want to align themselves with people who don't even think about God, with people who don't even know God, with people who not even... Um, not even trying to live like God and what we do is we allow ourselves to be polluted by the world we allow ourselves as a matter of fact the scripture says be not conformed to the world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind in other words don't be the same as the world you know the way the world system is is that listen we got we're in competition that's not there's nowhere in, in in the Bible that says we got to be in competition. Yet that's a that's a narrative that we push as if working to something's wrong with working together. We say of oh, climb up to the top, even if we got to climb over our mother's face, kick the dog, smack the cat. Let's do that. No, that's not the way we do business. Okay, y'all not going to help me on today. If this doesn't apply to you, then you really need to share it. Okay, <laughs> you really need to share, including a grad ball on um twitch you need to share that you need to share it because th listen we we have too much uh uh put aside god's word and decided we're going to do our own thing let me tell you something my mother used to say she used to say when she would discipline us she said it doesn't matter if your father does it and my father represent the man of god because that's what he was he was a pastor and so she he would represent 
uh, uh, Christians and, 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 and the spiritual world. She said, it doesn't matter if your father do, does it. She says, it doesn't matter if I do it. She would represent, um, the leadership, you know, the family, family back basically. And she said, it doesn't matter who does it wrong is wrong. If everybody does it and right is still right. If nobody does it wrong is still wrong. If everybody does it and right is still right. If nobody does it. And even she said, even if you catch me doing wrong, it's still wrong. Oh gosh. I wish somebody would have a backbone to say it's still wrong. But what we do very often is when we do something wrong, we want to justify it. It's wrong when everybody else does it. But when we do it, we got an excuse. We want to justify. But is there anybody listening on today? I see a whole bunch of people watching me on other platforms. Is there anybody listening today who's willing, who got a backbone enough to say, I'm wrong when I'm wrong? Oh gosh. And anybody got a backbone to say the Bible is always right because the Bible is God's word. Oh my goodness. It says in the beginning was the word and the word um, was God. So listen, the God, the word of God, the Bible is God's word and God stands by his word. And so if he tells us it's wrong, it's wrong. I know I'm not going to get a whole lot of shares off of that. I know I'm not going to get a whole lot of amens off of that, but somebody's going to trip up in here on the replay. You give me a hashtag replay. Let me know that you agree with that, honey, because listen, I still teach what's right. Even if I'm like struggling with myself, I'm like, Oh man, I don't want to do that. You think that somebody come and smack me in my face. I'm really want to forgive them. You think I really want to just, you know, turn the other, the cheek and all that I do what I do because that's what God says do and at the end of the day it, um, right always wins right always wins but what is so scary is that people who are Christians are so polluted by the world that when you approach them you thinking oh good we got a Christian that means we're gonna do business right oh good we got a Christian that means we're gonna be on the up and up oh good we got a Christian that means I'm safe in the room with the male sex and not worrying about you mulling over me and making advances toward me oh good we got a christian i know that if my child goes with them i'm not have to worry about you molesting them and touching them okay y'all not gonna help me on today but listen some christians or so-called christians they're no different than the world They'll talk about you. They'll backstab you. They'll, they'll, they'll cut you in business. They won't pay their debt. Some, you guys know I own a business and some of my worst ones, some of my worst customers were Christians who was just hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Every sense. How you doing? How you doing? So and so. Well, praise God. I'm good. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Every few sentences is praise God and amen, but you won't do your business right. You won't pay your rent. We cannot be polluted by the world. There are some Christians, if it's you say it's me, it's some Christians, honey, they stand by God's word. They try to do what's right. They're not perfect people, but they do try to do what is right. They try to stand by their word and they try to live according to God's word. And so if we're going to be um, religious people. Then we've got to serve people who are in need. We've got to serve people who need our help, people who cannot pay us back. People who may not even be able to uh, strengthen themselves enough. And some people who may need extreme help and extreme care. People who may not be able to give us something back, but they need help. People who the world have forgotten 
and could care less about. We've got to serve those people. The Bible says if you want to be great in God's kingdom, you've got to be the servant of all. Now, if I was hooping, hollering, and, and jumping, and running around the desk, and all of that kind of stuff, we'd be like, ooh, ooh, Tony Shields talked, she shows, oh my gosh, she sure did teach today, oh my goodness, wasn't that good, and you won't remember a thing, and go back to your hellish ways, and in hell, you will lift your eyes. Okay, y'all not gonna help me on today, y'all see how quiet it got, but I'm here to tell you that the Bible is true. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that will he also reap. Whatever you put out there, you are going to get back. And if you want to be blessed and you want to show real religion, then you need to show yourself loving and kind to those who are in need. And you need to keep your tongue in order. And you need to keep yourself unpolluted by the world it doesn't matter what the world is doing you're going to do what god says to do you're going to do what's right you're going to do what's honorable so that somebody will say in this dark world there's got to be a light and way in the hill they can see a light flickering over in the distance and they say you know what i'm going to follow that light that light is jesus christ and every christian ought to be holding up that light in this dark world, in this evil world, in this evil time. What is the best religion? The best religion is the one that God describes in his word. And it's all about love. It's not about prosperity, y'all. It's not about getting rich, y'all. It's about love. It's about service. It's about putting other people uh, before yourself. It doesn't mean that you make yourself a doormat. Doesn't mean that you don't take care of yourself. But you with your 200 pairs of shoes, it does mean that you can buy somebody. Don't even give them your old shoes. Like, you know, I can't fit these shoes, so I'm going to get these shoes. No, why don't you just buy something? If you can buy 200 pairs of shoes, you can buy 200 more to give away. Oh, y'all ain't liking me today. But the truth will make you free. And we got to get this right, dear ones, because Jesus is most certainly coming back. I don't know how you can't see it. All the signs are in order. Everything is aligning. God is coming back. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back soon. And he is looking for his people. And you may say, how do I have a relationship with Jesus Christ? First of all, you got to confess. First of all, confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is God's son. He died on the cross for you and I. He died for our sins. And you may say, what sins? I haven't done anything. I haven't murdered anybody. But all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have done something wrong. Sin is not just killing somebody and murdering somebody. Sin is also lying on people. Acting like you don't see folk, holding a grudge, being too proud and too prideful. Think you've done it all on your own. It's so many sins that we have. Thinking in your mind you want a woman, even even, even when you didn't te touch her. You, We all have sinned. There's things that we have done wrong. Things that we have not done correctly. And we need a Savior. So you have to believe that Jesus Christ on, died on the cross for your sins. And not only confess that with your mouth, but you got to believe it in your heart. And if you do that, you are what we call saved. That means you have Jesus Christ in your heart and you will show evidence. You will show evidence of it by loving one another. Not no fake, fake love, 
but of true love of people and wanting people to do well. And you will then grow into being able to serve people, not try to lord over them, not to try to be the top dog over them, but to truly serve them. And in order to serve people, you got to find out what people's needs are. I'm talking to the advanced Christians here. You got to know what people's needs are. <laughs> you giving me something, fix, fixing me a, a chicken dinner and I'm a vegan is not helping me. You got to know me well. And then you got to serve me because the Bible says, if you want to be great in God's kingdom, you got to be the servant of all. So listen, darlings, I got to get ready to go. I got to get ready to go. And so if we never make it back into the church building, I hope we do. But if we never make it back into the church building, you know what religion is all about. You can worship God, but once you get up off them cute knees, once you finish sweating that nice suit out, you got to learn how to serve people and not just serve yourself. We are so hustle and bustle in this world, dear ones, with everything that's going on. We all trying to make it up the cup. I shouldn't say we all, but you know how our culture tries to make it up the uh, corporate ladder and try to be number one and this, that, or the other. And it's always something to work for. It's always something to spend. It's always something to gain. But if you, what is it to gain the whole world and to lose your soul? At the end of your life, you're not going to look at how many refrigerators you bought and how many paintings you purchased and how many furs are in your closet. You're going to be looking towards your family and you're also going to be looking toward how many people did you love? How many people did you help? How many, how much of a difference did you make and who did you tell about Jesus? Well, I got to go, but I can be visited on the web at www.wisecourtship.com. I'm on social media just about everywhere as Wise Courtship or Tony Henderson Mayors. All you have to do is Google me. And listen, I'm going to say a quick prayer over you and give you words of encouragement very, very quick because I want to go ahead and get off this broadcast and give you an opportunity to enjoy the rest of your day. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we bless you. We love you. We encourage We We lift you up. We magnify you. God, we just know that first of all, that you hear us. And so we ask first that you uh, forgive us for our sins so that we would have a right relationship with you and you can hear this prayer. God, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for being so good to us. And God, we just come before you with all the burdens that people have um, that lay before you. Special prayer over all those who are bereaved, all the loved ones that were lost in this pandemic. God, all those who are struggling with the coronavirus, some might not be struggling, but they've been um, positive and they're just waiting and not sure what's going to happen next. Touch God. God, we pray for every family member, every broken marriage. God, we pray for every broken home. We pray for every broken fi uh, financial situation. God, we pray restoration over each and every person in the name of Jesus. God, we pray that every Christian will receive, first of all, the Holy Ghost into their life and will also show evidence by showing love and service, oh God, and showing what true religion is. Whether the government does it will never matter if the Christians will come together and they would show it and that they would do it. Every need would be met, oh God, because we, you would work through us. We are your hands and your feet, God, use us. We love you, God, and we bless you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Guys, I encourage you on today. 
to be all that God has called you to be. I encourage you not to get so caught up in this world system that you, you, all you can think about is making more money, living better, eating better, uh, just navigating through the world to, as if this is your kingdom. This is not the kingdom. This is not it. It's nice to live comfortably here, but this is not it. Don't build a mansion here and die, go to hell and not have a mansion in heaven. I implore you to get your pro your priority straight and get right in God. Because listen, and getting right in God does not mean that you're not going to have no fun. It does not mean that you're not going to be able to do anything. Matter of fact, you're going to have more fun and be able to do more and be more effective um, if you put your hands in God's hands and follow him. And he will give you more joy, unspeakable joy, because there's some of you who are watching me now. You don't have any joy. Every time somebody posts something, you puffed up and you hot and you upset over nothing. Some of you are living in your house nervous now, not sure what the pandemic is going to do next because you're so afraid of the pandemic. Some of you are um, some of you are don't have joy because you are still dealing with issues of the past. But when you let all of that go and leave it before the feet of God and say, God, I need you. I can't be angry anymore. I can't be sad. I can't be worried anymore. Fill me with your love and your joy. I'm a witness that God will come and you'll smile. And other people are like, I don't know why this person smile. Even when you go through low times, you'll be able to smile and you'll be able to to still enjoy life as God brings you through that tumultuous time. He'll give you peace in the midst of the storm. We talked about what is the best religion, but the best religion is one who actually utilizes it and actually has an impact on the world around them. Well, guys, I got to go. Love you so much. Thank you for tuning in. This is Tony Henderson Mayers. And remember, in this day and age of alternative facts, things spinning way out of control. God is still in control. He still sits on his throne. And until Jesus comes back, that's right. We got to learn to watch, write, and pray. Take care. Hello there, this is Tony Henderson Mayer's television, radio, relationship expert, author, and entrepreneur known as Wise Courtship all over social media. What? You're not subscribed to the Wise Courtship philosophy? Oh my goodness, you've got to listen to this podcast so that you can get your free lifetime subscription as we help you get committed relationships, whole relationships that you're going to be satisfied with. No playing and no games. Find out what they're really about by tuning in. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.